This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Signals from the Frontline. You're finally, we're back live broadcast here on Twitch. It's so good to see everybody again. Might not be so good to see me, though, because I am full quarantine look right now. <laughs> Pretty hardcore. <laughs> oh, yes, everybody. I was going to get a haircut and shave because I was like, I look like a homeless person. And then I was like, nah. <laughs> Just embracing the wolfen. That's all it is. Oh, does everybody like the, the background? We are broadcasting from Boulder City, New Vegas, Fallout. That's right. Uh, I, if Mariano can have like a, a death claw or something walk by in the background, that'd be amazing. Was she prepared for that? Uh, nope. No. <laughs> Calling an audible. Uh, anyway, it's so good to be back. Um, we finally got internet. It only took uh, Cox, what, six, seven months to get us to. Seven months, yeah. yeah. Now, on the upside, since they had to lay in new cable, uh, it is fiber optic, so the internet's really good, um, but it's still a little intermittent. We're having a lot of issues with dropping and stuff. But anyway, welcome. Signals from the Frontline, live once again. Those of you watching us on YouTube, thank you so much for uh, joining us. Hopefully, you haven't gone blind by my new look yet. And I think it's going to catch on. I don't think so. I think it's going to catch on. Maybe in some communities. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, we've been we've been stuck inside for months like everybody else. So it's finally good to um, come out and talk to everybody. So the stream, as always, brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount all the days of the week. For those of you who have been buying with us uh, throughout the quarantine period, thank you so much. You helped us stay in business. It was a little touch and go there for a while. So we really want to give you a heartfelt thanks. Uh, for those of you who are still kind of like. Ordering GW product, um, GW has come back to life, kind of. Uh, they're still not fulfilling all of the orders uh, yet, but we're getting out as much as we can. We posted up some pictures on social media showing all the boxes that we're shipping out as fast as possible. We're working uh, six, seven days a week right now just to try and get them out. But for those of you who are still waiting for stuff, thank you for your patience. Um, we're, we're all just trying to you know muscle through it, more or less. The GW's factory did just come back online, yep. but they have a big back order to get through. Plus, they're releasing a bunch of new stuff. It's going to be a bit of a, uh, a cluster F for a while. So thanks for hanging in there with us, and uh, we'll all get through it together. Yep. We do have a new cool mat as well. Ooh. Badlands 2. Very apropos, because here we are. We live in the Badlands now. That's right, Into the Badlands slash Living in the Badlands. Does anybody know is Into the Badlands going to get another season? I don't think so. Uh, the last season was so weird. It, it got a little weird, but I was still really <laughs> enjoying it. <laughs> I, um, uh, I really liked Into the Badlands. It, it wasn't like the greatest TV show ever, but I like I really enjoyed it. And the fight, the, the fighting cinematography was movie quality. It was yeah, really good. It was really well done. Yeah. Well, hopefully we get another season, but it's starting to look less and less like we are, which is a bummer. But nobody came to watch us talk about Into the Badlands or live in the Badlands. No, you came for one reason, so let's jump right into it. What reason is that? 
Uh, Frankie, it's not my new haircut. Oh. Or lack thereof. Yeah. <laughs> it is 9th edition 40K. Finally. Uh, it's, it's not 9th edition, Reese. New, new 40K. Whatever, there you go. dude. Good call. Whatever. Everyone calls it ninth. Get it right. F- finally, right? Like, they were teasing us with all these, oh, big big announcement this week. Oh, they're finally going to do it. No. Okay. Next time. Or they're finally going to do it. Let's just get this over with. No. All right. <laughs> so the, the teasing is over. GW finally kissed us, took us on a date, showed us ninth edition, and it's been well received so far. It's been generating a lot of really positive buzz, which is great. Um, I... I think there's a lot to be excited about with ninth and I've really been enjoying the way that they have been doing it this time. Um, you know, having the game developers come on, talk, talk about like why they did some of the things they did. They're getting better at it every time. You know what I mean? Like it's been really informative. It's still causing people to like do a lot of speculating and freak out because they don't understand what something means. Just relax. There's no reason to get upset about anything or, or get overhyped about anything until you actually get to play the edition. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I'm probably wasting my breath by saying that. Yep. Part of the hobby is 100%. complaining about the hobby. Um, so we wanted to talk about it as much as we can. Obviously, since Frankie and I are playtesters and and we've signed NDAs, we can't say anything that GW hasn't said yet. So that, that those are like the rules. Boom. Uh, but we do want to answer uh, questions, and you know get people excited and talk about it as much as we can because in my opinion and um we'll hear from frankie as well obviously i think ninth it it's in on the whole it's a really good change it's very exciting i think people are really going to like it but there it does come with some changes that i think are going to take a little bit of getting used to um just within like with any edition change yeah i mean it's just like any other edition right there's always going to be big changes that you got to get used to and then some that are great and might just be a minor change, so. Yeah, so my kind of, my 30,000 feet above description of ninth is that at first glance, it doesn't look like it's a huge change from eighth. It's a lot of little changes that make it essentially really a different game, in my opinion. It's, uh, it's significantly different once you've had a chance to dive in and actually play it. And some of the things they've already talked about, like the really big changes, um, the way you make your army is the probably the biggest change to the game. And they already talked about that. They didn't go into a ton of detail, but basically what they were saying was um, less soup, more super soldiers was the tagline. And uh, saying that taking things like the Loyal 32 to get CP doesn't work anymore. Um, basically, everyone starts out on the same page, right? Like you're incentivized to take a mono book or mono faction army. Um, I got a shout out to funny chat. Uh, Demi Beard said the memes about the changes are almost as amazing as my wife, Peter. This isn't a wife, Peter, sir. <laughs> this is a Princess Mono OK tank top. Sir. Get it right. That's right. Captain Caveman. <laughs> that was a great cartoon. I love that. He fly <laughs> around with his, uh, I do look like Captain Caveman right now. But um, back on track. So with ninth, it's a lot of really little changes, but it, 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 it it changes the game significantly. Um, one of the other things that they had talked about that I think is uh, I think is exciting personally is the there's an emphasis on bigger models getting quite a boost. Uh, vehicles and monsters like vehicles you can't bad touch them anymore, which is huge. Uh, they can they mentioned that they can even shoot in combat. Yep. Um, they mentioned that monsters can fight things that are not on the um, that are up a level in a building 
those are huge, huge changes. Uh, they had also mentioned that monsters can shoot even when they're in combat and into combat. They talked about that on the stream. So you're going to see, in my opinion, um, and I, I, I could totally be wrong, but what, what I believe you'll see is uh, armies with less models, a lot more big stuff, and the game is going to play way faster. There's other things we can't talk about yet, but they, one of the main um, design uh, philosophies with Ninth was they wanted to speed the game up. They wanted the game to play faster. And as, as you guys learn and gals learn more, that will become apparent. Um, that it, at least in practice, the game is way faster than it was. Uh, some of the other really cool things they talked about was reserves. It makes a huge difference. Um, and the reserves don't work the way they did in the past. It's way more dynamic. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I can't remember how much they said about it, so I won't say too much more. But that really helps mitigating the alpha strike. Um, and the other thing, the, the, the change to the game that is my favorite is the terrain rules now are infinitely better. Like the terrain rules for 8th edition, I've always thought were the weakest part of the edition. I thought that was what held the game back the most. Um, it, you got punished for having cool looking, like using GW. Stuff, yeah. yeah, like using a GW building was like bad, yeah. right? And so it was like, yeah. So then we had to house rule the, the terrain. Like we have ITC terrain rules and that annoyed people. We don't like doing that kind of stuff, but you kind of had to, or you had to, you know, um, cover the windows and all the buildings. You don't have to do any of that anymore. So the terrain rules, in my opinion, are a huge improvement. They're my favorite part of ninth edition. It's been a long time since we've had pretty good terrain rules. So I agree. very long time. So <laughs> for anybody that has been around, um, and they mentioned it on the stream a little bit. Basically, like you can't shoot through like ten windows and hit the tail of a, a gnat's, you know, behind and shoot it off and blow up a balloon rust by barely seeing any of it. All that stuff goes away. Um, it, it's it's kind of like a blend between like fifth and fourth edition uh, for train, but like spiced up. Like they mentioned very briefly um, on the stream that there's keywords that you attach to terrain which is a very 8th edition, 9th edition thing. I love it. So you basically, uh, from what they told you there, I think you could probably figure out, like, you can define the terrain using these keywords. And it, it's such a good system. Like, I could go on and on about it, but um, we'll, we'll save some of that for as, as they reveal more of the game. But um, that makes a huge difference because there's way, it's so much easier to hide now than it was, right? Yeah. And that really helps mitigate the alpha strike. Um, it just it mitigates shooting in general. Yep. Um, and then the ability to reserve helps a lot. That really, really helps to, um, if you're going second against, you know, the, the stupid uh, Imperial Fists artillery army that, of, of game, of fun killing, <laughs> of joy, joy destruction, um, and you're going second, you can just put a lot of units in reserve, right? Yep. It super helps. Yep, you can reserve, you can hide now, so it's all, it's yep. all positive in that aspect. Yeah, and as you've, they've already kind of like talked about it. Um, you, you're already seeing some things that are detrimental to like hordes. Um, they mentioned how you get the max number of shots. Yeah. Yeah, random, random shots are still in there. Uh, you get the, the max number of shots for uh, blast weapons against hordes. They mentioned that. Um, I, I think you're going to see less really high model count armies in ninth edition. There's... There's a couple like structural changes that 
disincentivize it. Um, I'm not going to say it's bad because I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen when the game um, comes out into the wild. You know, like you, all of you out there that are going to play the game are going to be creative and you're going to get all these games in. And you might, you know, the, the Horde army might be dominating the meta. I don't know. But just from like a, looking at like the structural changes, I think you'll see less of it. Yeah. Um, but that does speed the game up a lot. So. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I, I really like the uh, tank changes to where you can still shoot even if people are in combat with you and stuff. So. Yeah. I mean, I like vehicles and monsters and big, big models. And those are going to, I believe, I think that we're going to see armies with lots of them. Yeah. Because they're, they're way better now. Um, or maybe not. I think mechanized lists will come back. Those vanished in 8th edition. You didn't see any, really, any mech list sisters a little, kind of. And they went into a horde army, too. Yeah. And then Plague Burst Crawlers for a while and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think mechanized armies where you're having units inside of, like, chimeras and, you know, orcs, board boys and trucks, you know, space marines and rhinos. Like, I think that could definitely make a comeback, which, again, really speeds the game up. Um, it would be nice if we could get back to playing uh, tournament games in, like, two hours, like we yeah. used to. These three-hour games... They're not, they're, there's nothing wrong with it, really. It's just like it would be better if we could do play the game faster. Yeah, for sure. I mean, back in what I think it was fifth, uh, we used to play like a four round RTT in one day. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, and now, and like since six came out, like playing four rounds in a day was just you were dead. Yeah. <laughs> there was no way you could play that last game. Yeah, just it's a lot of things like that, right? And we, we can't say a whole lot more yet. Um, we'll answer questions, though, in, in a little bit here. Um, but it's it's exciting. And it, it's going to be, really, it's going to be a different game. It's going to be, your lists are going to be totally different. Uh, you'll, still have, you'll still use your favorite models, obviously. But you won't see these, like, soup armies, like, nearly as much. You're going to see way more mono-faction armies. Yeah, I mean, it's just like... It's like any edition, right? Your list will change in different ways, but um, this one definitely incentivizes the mono faction. So, yeah, it does. Because one of the biggest points of feedback that Games Workshop got, anybody who's been on, you know, if you've ever gone to the Warhammer 40k Facebook page or anything, and those are really good places to get information. Obviously, uh, one of the number one complaints or or critical feedback points of critical feedback that Games Workshop got over 8th edition was people saying that they didn't like soup. They didn't, they didn't like feeling like they had to take a soup army in order to compete, right? So that was one of the things they were like, oh, well, let's, let's, let's create a system that incentivizes you to not do it, but not to like super punish you if you do want to take a night with your uh, Space Marine army or whatever, yeah. right? So that's going to be a big change, right? So th that alone will mean that your army the way your army uh, looks and plays is a big change. It's a big change. It's probably the biggest change of the edition, honestly. It's, yeah, I mean, there's quite a few in there, so. Yeah. But. All right, well, let's, uh, let's answer a couple questions in the chat because I know y'all probably have a lot. Uh, and thank you so much to everybody saying it's great to see us again. It's really great to see everybody uh, there. Um, Wooden Spoon says you guys look fit and healthy. Hey, thanks. Um, the one thing you get a lot you of would, out here? You describe this look as healthy. That's a interesting, <laughs> I, interesting a, choice of words. I'm a man, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously been in quarantine hard, but uh, 
But here in Nevada, it was way much more relaxed than in places like California. Yeah. Um, so like I was going for a walk. I've been going for a walk every day, um, like like five mile walks, you know, and that's why I'm getting a nice little tan going here. Yeah. So um, yeah, it actually, you know, from that perspective here during the whole COVID business, um, it hasn't been as restrictive as it has been for other people. So that, I, that's been nice for us. Yeah, some areas level. like LA and stuff, yikes. Uh, let's see, let's answer some, some questions. Uh, Wolf Priest Carl coming in with one of his classics. Were the new Wolfen hard to paint? No. Yes? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I look like a GTA character. I'll take that. Um, Marvin Mega says, all of these changes don't seem to appeal to a Gene Sealer Colt yet. Frankie, why don't you field that one? Because you play a Gene Sealer Colt. What do you think for ninth for GSE? I mean, a lot of the ones that they've talked about don't necessarily benefit uh, Gene Sealer Colt, but of course there's a bunch more out there. And then I think the terrain rules will help out Gene Sealer Colt a lot. And then uh, reserves will help as well. So. Yeah, it's a mixed bag. Like, it's obviously people ask us all the time, like, what do we think? And we can't give away any details. But the the thing I've been saying over and over again is ninth is a, a lot of little changes that really change the game. Yeah. So it's it's hard for me to even predict what I think is going to be good or not. Um, like honestly, because yeah, there's so many things that are different now. Like the way uh, the way combat works is very different now. Um, just the way that units move around the table is very different now. Yeah. Uh, the terrain is is different. Um, so it's it, it's my my prediction is that uh, lower model count armies with lots of big stuff and um, uh, like tough tough small units of infantry are going to be really good. But I don't know. Um, uh, I learned from last time when the edition rolled over, a lot of things we thought were going to be really good weren't, and yeah. a lot of things we didn't think were going to be good were. So, um, you know, with that experience, I'm, I'm kind of just excited to see how everybody reacts to it. But generally speaking, it's they're good changes. Uh, Somebody said they're uh, worried about army composition uh, for troops. Uh, how do we feel about it? Uh, again, it's just it's different. It's just different than uh, what you're used to. You'll adapt, and I think every army will be able to compete within the new... Uh, changes so yeah they, they, they explained it they <laughs> talked about it on the stream like now troop you still troops still matter i think that's been a miscommunication it's like you buy detachments now instead of getting things from detachments right and they had mentioned that kind of briefly on the stream so um you you still are gonna want troops like that that part of it um when they were talking about taking like a deathwing army like oh you can totally do that now you you can but uh, well you, you have to wait and see i guess um but don't worry about that like it's not troops aren't going to like totally vanish or anything you'll probably see less but not you know dramatically less potentially i mean you still need uh units to play to the missions and stuff so yeah yeah i mean you want to wait and see on that but um i wouldn't worry too much about that like your lists are going to change though for sure unless you were already playing like uh, a solo Battalion, and that was your whole army. Well, nothing or a brigade. Like you're not changing at all, right? Your army will be very similar. Yeah, it might change a little bit. But um, uh, Mamdir says, are they consolidating all the rules into one place? Um, there's a lot of cool stuff going on with the rules. We can't really talk about it too much. But um, uh, they did mention their app and some of the cool stuff that's going to be doing. So 
it it will be easier to have all the rules handy. Yeah, I mean it's it's I'm sure it'll be like any other edition where it kind of gets consolidated, but uh, time will tell. So, um, we had a question. Wooden Spoon asks, uh, "Have you enjoyed the process of pushing the game forward, eating the game devs, uh, as they used to be very close about that?" Yeah, that that honestly has been one of the most gratifying. Um, I guess we can call it a hobby accomplishment is a good way to call it, but being invited to come and help make something that you love so much has been, uh, it's been a really difficult process. It's very demanding, but it's also been one of the most rewarding hobby things. I've, it, it, besides, I think making like the ITC and, and stuff and the LVO, that's like top three most rewarding hobby things in my life. It was really, it was really cool to be a part of that and to continue to be a part of that process. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, it doesn't matter like how minor or how like big of a change we've been able to uh, help with. Um, it feels great to have any part in building something that you like and enjoy. So yeah, and we become friends with the game devs, you know, like over the because we've been doing this since 2016. You know, like it's we've been doing this for a long time now, and um, uh, it's it, it takes a lot of time. So we've developed relationships with a lot of the people that. Um, make the game at Games Workshop and they become like friend, like genuine, like, like sometimes when we're over there, we just go out for beers, you know, and they're really good. They're good guys and gals. And um, uh, that part of it's been really cool too, just to be able to like make friends with them, yeah. talk to them, like understand like where they're coming from, why they make the decisions that they make. Uh, so it, the whole process has been really neat, but uh, it has been very demanding. It takes a lot of time yep. uh, to do it correctly. All right. Uh, Mamdare asks, what is going to happen to the ITC? That's probably the biggest question that people are going to want. Yeah. So we'll dive into that, and um, we'll try to answer other questions as they pop up. Um, but uh, that's probably the one that people are most interested in hearing about from us specifically. So, yeah, there, there's a lot of misinformation, understandably, um, about what this means or, like, you know, how this impacts the ITC. Um you know, they hired Mike, uh, Mike Bryant, to, to be the head of, like, um, uh, organized play and all this stuff. So we'll, we'll clarify that because, you know, people are people. They jump to conclusions or they speculate. They don't have the information. It's understandable. Yeah. So the, the ITC, the short answer is, is nothing changing. It's business as usual, right? Like, yeah. If you're if you participate in the ITC, you're still going to get your points eventually when we actually have events again. Yeah, I mean, um, the ITC's been around for what three edition changes already. So yeah. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, this is our third change, fourth yeah, edition. This is our third one. Yeah. So nothing nothing is changing in the way the ITC functions, right? Like it's business as usual. Um, so th don't worry about that. Like if you're a participant in the ITC. Almost nothing's going to change except the, the game, obviously, is going to change. But you're still going to have your points. You're still going to go to events. Um, all that, that's business as usual. If you're an ITC TO, you're still the captain of your own ship. You're, you still have a voice. You, like, you can still come and talk to me. I, I'm not, my role hasn't changed at all. Um, you can talk to Mike, too. It's cool. Like, this is a, a huge benefit because now you can talk to the person who is literally the, the the guy now that is bridging the gap between games workshop and you as an org tournament organizer you still have all the resources that were available to you through the itc you still you still get to express your opinions 
Um, you could talk to, to me about, you know, whatever. It's, it's, all of that remains the same. Um, but now, now there's a, a person whose job it is to help you to grow and succeed, right? That's really exciting. Yeah, and I mean, that's the philosophy behind the ITC has always been the same, and it's not going to change due to an addition change or somebody else getting hired. It's, uh, it's all about getting people to go play games. That's, that's all it is for us, to help you guys organize into groups and play games and uh, increase the size of your games by getting a little bit of publicity around it and stuff like that. So that, none of that has changed. We just still want you guys to go play 40K and do all that when it's safe, of course. Um, but that's always been the goal of ITC, and I don't think that'll ever change. So Yeah, it's, it's to address some of the more specific stuff like, oh, is Mike and Reese against each other or something? Like, that's so silly. Mike and I are friends, and like we talk all the time. Um, he and I chat constantly, and uh, all the things that are happening right now have been things that have been being worked on by obviously mainly Games Workshop, and then uh, you know Mike has been uh, help, helping with this process for quite a while now. Uh, the ITC has been a part of this process for quite a while now. We've all been communicating with each other. Like nothing, this didn't come as a surprise or anything like that to anybody. We. We knew. Nah, where did it come I know, from? right? Like, it wasn't like, oh, shucks, what, what happened? Like, I was hoping Mike would take this job. Like, he's absolutely the right man for the job. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, too, to, to bear in mind is, like, he had to give up a lot to take this job. Like, if you saw the newsletter that they put out, put out, he has to step away from Nova. And running Nova is, like, that's his baby, right? So he had to make a lot of sacrifices in order to take this position. He's really dedicated. Like he's doing this out of a love for the hobby, mm-hmm. and uh, keep that in mind. Like when you're deciding what language to use when talking about it online, like be thankful that we have a guy who's who's really smart. He's a professional. He cares very much uh, about it. I I couldn't imagine a better person taking the job. Really. No, I think he'll do an excellent job and just work with him and be communicative and. Uh, Nothing's changing ITC, so don't worry about it. Yeah, so hopefully that answers those questions. Like, oh, one of the other stupid ones, like GW is gonna like shut down the ITC. There, nothing could be further from the truth. Like, they're not trying to like railroad us or something. Like, we helped with this whole process. <laughs> like the the um, the universal tournament format of the 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 tournament missions that Mike was talking about on the stream. Like, we were obviously we were a part of making them right so no we, that's not the way it works reese <laughs> <laughs> i mean we couldn't talk about it before this came out obviously um so if you're an itcto and you're like hey what how come you know we weren't consulted or something i, I could, literally couldn't i could not talk about it but everything that everyone has been saying uh, uh, uh concerns that have been addressed it all is going into that or has gone into that process like even though we couldn't just openly talk about it, was definitely paying attention and taking notes on everything that people were concerned about in the community. Mm-hmm. So I think that the, the, this format that they've been d- discussing, um, which it's gonna be exciting to talk more about it when we can, I think people are gonna be really excited about it. Yeah. Because uh, I think a lot of people erroneously believe that Frankie and I have tried to like change the game on per- just because we want it to be like our version of the game. Or- Nothing that is so false, it's ludicrously, it's comical. Well, it's it's just funny, like, uh, a lot of it is, with how close we work with Games Workshop, 
on a lot of things when you think that we would work with them on our own missions and stuff like that too like yeah. it's one of those things it's it goes both ways so it's I don't think it's going to be like a huge surprise for everybody no. and all that stuff. So. The missions are going to be really familiar. Yeah. Um, like they're, they're GW's missions. I want to make that 100% clear. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and we helped with them, but the missions will look familiar. And I think anybody who's been paying attention, back in chapter approved, you started seeing similarities between, um, you know, ITC missions and, and GW missions. Like, it's, if anybody's been really kind of like paying attention, it should be pretty obvious what's been well, happening. Well, and especially with like Nova missions and all that stuff. Yeah. Like we all, all of us tournament organizers and stuff have worked together for years to create like a more uniform system where the missions all play about the same. Yep. It's really fun. And they all have variety. So uh, I would just expect something like that for every other edition, right? The missions have always adapted and changed. I would just think it's going to be something similar. Yeah, I think everyone's going to be excited because... <laughs> The, in the past, we had we felt like we had to change the rules and do stuff because the, the game wasn't really playable, right? That was when we started, like, voting on everything and all that stuff. We've never enjoyed doing it, and we never wanted to do it. Like, Frankie, how many times when we were, you know, making changes we felt needed to be made to keep tournament play going, and I, we were getting hate mail, and how many times was I, like, just ready to just... I was like, I, I don't... I, I hate everyone who plays this game. I don't know why we're working so hard to do this. Like, the, the fact that now it can just come from Games Workshop is so much better. So much better. Like, all the people who are like, oh, I don't want to play ITC because it's not the real game. Well, you don't have to now. <laughs> now everybody's happy. You just pick up, you just play the book, the game, the way it comes. And everyone's stoked and it's going to get bigger and better as a result of that and we don't have to get yelled at all the time well, i think a lot of the yelling and stuff always in the past was just misunderstandings yeah. on what the itc was about like i said earlier the itc's always just been about people playing games having fun yep. and competing against themselves in the rankings and also their teammates and stuff like that um it's never been about hardcore tournament like the top 10 guys doing their very best that's not what it's about it was all about helping events grow and all that stuff and i think with gw's support like they're doing now with hiring Mike Brandt and all the media they're doing is really going to help take 40K to the next level. So, Dude, Matt, just think like, uh, you know, like a universal tournament format, whatever you want to call it, like that's got the GW stamp on it, supported by GW. They hired a person to help facilitate it. Think how much more we can do, how much bigger the scene is going to get. Like anybody who questions if this is the right move let me just tell you it is it required some compromise of course but the, the end result is going to be so much bigger and better and more exciting than than we could have ever done it on our own right we were prepared to try and keep building it and doing it just just you know the way we have been but working with gw is so much better yep. it's so much better so but again in the like for now the itc is not changing at all it's all the same thing i don't think it's Nothing to be worried about. You're still going to get your ITC points. We're still having our rankings. Um, if GW does come out with their tournament pack or whatever, those missions will be played. You'll still get ITC points, all of that stuff. So. And if you don't want to play the GW missions, just like always, you don't have to. No, you can come up with your own. Yeah, you can, you can keep playing else. the ITC pack. You can play the Nova pack. You can play the Adepticon pack. You can play Chapter Proof 2016. I, no one cares, yeah. right? But like most events are going to, I think, vary 
happily embrace playing the game out of the book because it's so much easier to do it that way. Yeah. Right. Like that's a win in my in my mind, like a massive win. So we're super excited about um, the changes that are happening. Hopefully, it dispels any of these funny ideas that it's like some sort of a combative relationship. It's it's absolutely not. It's a cooperative venture, and we're all really happy and proud to be a part of it. Because the vision from before Frontline Gaming existed was to have a universal tournament format. Like, it's something we've been working towards for over a decade. It's really cool to see, like, oh, man, we, we're getting there. Um, so, yeah, and, and the ITC structure, every, all that stuff is going to stay the same. If you're a TO that's participating, jump in that Facebook group, talk to us. Mike's in there. Um, the only thing that's going to change is the addition and then the missions, which you're free to use or not use at your discretion. So Just like everything. Yep. <laughs> so hopefully that answers that. Hopefully that answers that. Uh, dispels any of these kind of weird ideas that are uh, popping around. We'll answer a couple questions. Um, you're, I, it's been, what, six years? I still can't say your screen name correctly. Uh, how viable is soup with the ninth edition changes? It seems to be... Penalizing multi-codex is a huge nerf to factions such as KF, KS or Eldari or anybody that wants to soup. That is, I think, the biggest change in 9th edition. Obviously, we can't explain it in depth, but um, you, you're, it's not a massive penalization to soup at all. It's not. You, it's just, I would say it's like a minor penalty to soup. You can still do it, but you, you're, incentiv you're incentivized to have a mono-faction army now. Yeah, I mean, it's just going to be, again, it's it's funny. It's just one of those things. Every edition change, armies change it. Like, it, it happens. So just be prepared to make a little bit of changes, but you'll still be able to play your army pretty much the same way that you were before. Yeah, you... you minor changes, so... Yeah, like in the stream, they said, if you want to still take the Loyal 32, you can. It just won't give you CP anymore. Yeah. So in that sense, it just depends on what your goals are with your list. If you're strictly trying to optimize... Well, that's going to depend on what you're trying to optimize for. But if you're trying to optimize for CP, you you won't want a soup. I think that's the best way to explain it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me see this. So, will the ITC use GW missions? Uh, yeah. When the addition rolls out, that is the plan: is to make the official missions the GW missions. And um, uh, again, though. I mean, we'll see, right? But that is the plan. That's the plan. So. But as an ITCTO, you are the captain of your own ship. That's, we've said that since day one. So if you want to do something different, if your community is not ready to jump in, no big deal. They yep. probably will. They'll probably want to because the missions are, frankly, they're, they're badass. Like, they're really cool. I like it. They're, it's, I, I think people will like them. Yeah. I, I think they're, really, they're very cool. Um, I wouldn't say rip chaos. It's just, it's just going to be different. It's just a change, you know? Uh, Try, yeah. Trying to think about it in the context of the way your list plays now is false anyway because the game is changing so much. Yeah, well, just think about how much chaos changed from 7th to 8th. Yeah. I mean, I don't think this is that big of a change, but you're not playing the same army you were back in 7th, so... Yeah, it's it's not... The, the game is just changing, right? Like, a lot of lists will be completely different in 8th. In um, so it's like you're really starting fresh. I don't... I mean, all your models will still be viable. Just like it's that's such a fundamental change the way you write your list that I wouldn't even think about the way the army plays now, because in the context of ninth, all that stuff goes out the window anyway. Yeah. So you guys have a ton of great questions. Unfortunately, most of them we cannot answer. So 
<laughs> yeah, a lot of these questions we're going to have to skip because they're getting too specific. I think probably within a couple of weeks we can talk about it. But Yeah, I mean, GW is going to be releasing all more or so much more information. They've been doing it frequently, so... Yeah, it is. It's a big change. Ninth is a big change, in my opinion, a positive one. Um, but I'm going to be. I'm really curious to see what lists rise up, because it's going to be such a change. Uh, but that's not all. Not only ninth edition, and I'm starting to get really hot here. So we're going to move. <laughs> we're going to move along. Uh, they released some information about Admech from the upcoming Psychic Awakening book, Engine War, and uh, they did mention that these have been written with the context of ninth edition in mind. So they'll work fine in the new edition. Um, Revealed some cool uh, abilities. Uh, Radiant Disciples, uh, when resolving an attack made with a ranged weapon against an infantry unit with this dogma that is not within 12 inches, subtract one from the strength characteristic. That's really good. And these are uh, build your own adventure Forge Worlds. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, Omnicide Shield, uh, when resolving an attack made with a weapon against an infantry unit that has this dogma, reduce the armor penetration characteristic of that weapon by one. That's really good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they got some cool canicles, uh, Mars Panjiric Procession. I do not know what that Nailed is. Models in affected units do not suffer the penalty for moving and shooting heavy weapons and increase the strength characteristic of heavy weapons uh, by one in the unit. That's Kinda obviously cool. really good. Yeah. yeah. Somebody was like, this looks so broken. I was like, doesn't look that broken. <laughs> I was like, it looks good. Increase the strength by one. Yeah. At least there's no instant death from strength anymore. All right, Stygie's Plea of the Veiled Hunter. Affected units can shoot in a turn in which they fell back, but if a unit does so when resolving an attack made with a ranged weapon, subtract one from the hit roll. That's obviously great. If you can fall back and shoot, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, really good. Uh, we got another one, Divinator of the Magos. Oh I'm not reading all this. <laughs> yeah. I refuse. Uh, it's cool stuff for robots. You guys you can do all sorts of different things. You guys things. can read yeah. yourself. Uh, look, we've got a couple uh, stratagems. Uh, we got the electrofilament countermeasures. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Wow. Enemy model aura abilities have no effect while within six inches of this unit. Man, like I it. forgot about this. This is pretty good. <laughs> Not too shabby. That's insanely good. For one CP. Watch Ooh. yourself. Yeah. I, this, is my co this is my quarantine look, everybody. <laughs> this is very masculine. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, Stellarine Fusillade. Ah, that's too much. I'm not reading that either. All right, there's lots of cool <laughs> stuff. Go check it. I'm melting right All now. All sorts of ad next. Yeah, ad got lots of cool stuff. They're going to already were doing well. Now they're going to do even better. You need to hire one of those people to run up and like with a cloth and like. <gasps> Dude, we are in the, it's a hot, we're in the desert and it's hot today. <laughs> Got to run the AC during the show. We were afraid it would be too loud. And I, next week, I don't care. We're turning the AC back on. Uh, they also released some cool stuff for Chaos Knights. We'll peruse that really quickly. And um, I remember in playtesting, it was a while ago now, but uh, these were really, really cool. They make Chaos Knights way better, in my, if I remember correctly. Uh, house, oh, I remember this was the funniest name for the house. House Herpetrex. Oops. <laughs> 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 Uh, they can. They got some over-the-counter medicine that can help with that. There you go. Add two to the wounds characteristic of a model with this bond. Um, yeah, that was a cool one. So they're getting a lot of. Um, they're getting a lot of the overarching rules that uh, Imperial Knights got. The Chaos Knights didn't get. Yep. And so they get like all kinds of fun stuff. You know, um, for choosing the house that that your knights from and all this other fun stuff. Uh, house Lucaris. Uh, this warlord always fights first in the fight phase. That's amazing with a knight. That's obviously really, really good. Uh, stratagem for 2CP for House Chimera. 
Um, roll 1d6 each time an enemy unit within 3 inches of the model on a 4 plus 6 uh, d3 mortal wounds. Eh, it's alright. Sweet. That's, uh, those ones are always a little underwhelming. Yeah. How's, how's Vectrix? Add 1 inch to the move characteristic of the model with this relic. In addition, add 1 to the damage characteristic of the Reaper Chainsword or Thunderstrike Gauntlet. Um, blah, blah, blah. That's really good. <laughs> the model, like, the Thunderstrike Gauntlet's already 8 damage. Why do you need to go up to 9? <laughs> Well, when you... The pimp hand is very you know strong. What? All right. <laughs> now we kill Magnus in, in two wounds instead of three. And then you also add a die when uh, seeing if the model explodes, so... That's good. Watch yourself. That's good. <laughs> uh, and then there's some other stuff. I'm too hot right now. Sorry. You guys can all read that. Read it over at Frontline Gaming or Warhammer Community page. All right. And then the ITC starting to come back to life, baby. Little by little as it becomes safe yep. to do it. Uh, if you want to support the ITC, if you like it, you think it's cool, and you're feeling generous, and you want me to shave, uh, oh, there you go. buy a shirt with <laughs> sleeves, I don't know. Consider supporting it financially via the ITC Patreon. All the money goes back into the ITC. We don't, I don't actually use it to buy t-shirts or anything like that. <laughs> it goes to paying for server space, paying for all the labor and the materials. Yeah. Uh, you can do so for as little as $1 a month, and we sure appreciate it. All right, we'll answer some more questions, and then I need to go jump into an ice bath because it is real hot. All right. Auto-hitting on sixes will help. Definitely. Yeah, orcs, orcs change a lot in ninth. Uh, I'm an, I love playing orcs, and um, they're really good, but they're very different in how they play for orc players. Um, yeah, I mean, you can absolutely still play them the way you are now. I just don't think it will be as effective. Um, yeah. I think you'll be incentivized to do things like putting, you know, boys in trucks and stuff like that, which for me personally, truck boys is my absolute favorite. Mech orcs is my favorite, favorite way to play them. So I'm excited for that. Or maybe you'll see some of the cool models that they have, like the can wall coming back yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, so. totally. Uh, let me see. Shire Friendship. Ooh. We Second We already talked about that one. Oh, did we? Yeah. Oh, we did. Uh, oh, were there heroes of Warhammer 40k? Thanks, Don. And Don, your uh, your new daughter is quite the cutie. Congratulations, man. Uh, I like seeing the pictures on Facebook. Next comment, Reese. I don't have a daughter. Oh, uh, I nailed it. Uh, <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Are we sure it's safe to say? Um, yeah, I mean, never mind, Jamba. We're not the experts on that, so. Like you've been saying. Follow yeah. the what your local officials are saying. Yep. Yep. They no know more than we do. Yeah, no reason to take any unnecessary risks. Nope. Um, but if your local health officials are saying it's cool to, to have, I don't know, in some places it's like 20, some places it's 30. I think San Diego just went up to phase three, so they can go up to like 50, 50 or something like that. So, yeah, um, so and again, if you don't feel safe, don't go out. Yeah, don't go. No one's making you. Yep. But if you're like in San Diego, for example, and it's like you're following all the rules, then yeah, that's you're doing what you're being asked to do. Yep. And if you as a concerned person is like, I'm not willing to go into a crowd yet. Don't go. Don't do it. Yeah. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. All right, Marvin Mega. I hope knights will feel like giant threats now and not be able to smack people in buildings. Yeah, they uh, Marvin. They mentioned that in the stream about well, they they said monsters specifically, but um, monsters at least, and one can speculate further if that would apply to knights. They can swing at people that aren't on the bottom floor because that was a huge complaint in eighth. In a valid one, it was like they said in the stream. They're like, they're like, my model can physically touch this model, but I can't hit it. And they're like, that's silly. And I'm like, yeah, that was silly. So I like it. 
forge a narrative with it. Well, it's just cool because things like the new Gaz and Guillemin and, you know, like all these awesome models that someone was standing on like a tree stump and they're like, nah, 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 nah. Like that was dumb and it, who, no one wants that in the game. I'm glad that's gone. Um, have you guys talked about terrain tonight? Yeah, Mikey, we did. We talked about that quite a bit in the beginning of the podcast. Um, just as a, suffice it to say that the ter- in my opinion, the terrain changes are the best change in ninth, they're dramatically better. Yeah, I think they're the best terrain rules we've had in a long time. So. I think ever, honestly. I think this is the best. Potentially, yeah. Uh, fourth and fifth were my favorite. Uh, I really liked fourth, the abstract. Fifth was just super simple. Yeah, but it worked, though, for the addition. Yeah, and they continued fifth on until, like... No, sixth and seventh is when it started getting um, different. Yeah. That was when we started going true line of sight and stuff. That's right. Um, true line of sight is really good for like narrative play and it's really good for uh, when kids play because it mm-hmm. makes sense to them, right? Like, oh, I can see you, I can shoot you, right? I've taught so many kids how to play 40K in our store and that totally works, yeah. right? That totally works. But when you're playing in a match play uh, environment... There's too many windows. Ter- yeah. Every terrain piece is different. Like, if you're actually playing in like a gothic city, like like a hive city or something like that, that like... 40k is based around then yeah it makes sense because like there's so many buildings they're all super high you can't see everybody so yeah it's now you're not penalized for making cool terrain like you can make the terrain look however you want and then just make it do what you need it to do yep which is that's amazing and like on the on the stream Stu, he's the head he's the head honcho for 40k he was like one of the best parts of the hobby is having a beautiful table of terrain with nicely painted miniatures and i 100%. 100%. Totally agree. Yep. Like at the LVO, we go out of our way to make the tables look beautiful, right? Like we've remade every single table of terrain we've had. We've gotten rid of anything that didn't look awesome. Didn't matter if it was functional, right? Because it's so important to us to when you walk to the table to feel immersed in the game. That, that 40K is a tactile game that's also a hobby. And that's why I'm so excited about the terrain rules because it's like, you, you don't have to feel like you have to make, and no offense to these, but this is the one everyone brings up, like a foam L and make two of those and put them in the middle of the table. Not that there's anything wrong with it. It just doesn't look as good as uh, like a GW building. But the rules actually disincentivized you from using a GW building before. Mm-hmm. Now they don't. So now you can build a gorgeous table of terrain with like Eldar terrain that's, you know, thin and it has like spires and stuff coming off of it. And it might physically not block very much line of sight, it doesn't have to. Yeah. So it works so much better. Like you, you can make your terrain look badass and also have it be really good to play with. That, that's a huge win, right? I don't wanna go to another tournament with unpainted terrain and like foam blocks. Like it's just, it's not fun, dude. Unpainted pink foam. Zach. It was really good. It was good. Zach. It's great looking. Uh, I, I feel huh. comfortable making fun of Zach because he and I are very good friends. Uh, and he, know, he knows, he gets it. And the terrain now at the LGT is beautiful. Oh yeah. yeah the train now is so sure. is so good. So uh, but I do like to bust his balls every now and then. You have to. <laughs> All right, we'll try and answer a couple more, but I'm melting here. Uh tell us spoilers. No. <laughs> Spoiler alert. We're not telling you anything. Oh, somebody asked about the new models. Holy Dude, those new Necron models what? are sick. And there's you guys there's so much more cool stuff. Like I can't wait. It's so awesome. Yeah. The new models coming out are freaking Oh, they're so good. Like you see a lot of the Age of Sigmar, like 
you, you see a lot of what they learned with Age of Sigmar in the new yeah. models. Like, and they're incredible. They're so yeah. good. I'm surprised nobody's brought up the teaser video for Warhammer oh, 40k. Yeah. What the <laughs> it was amazing. That was so, that yeah. was triple A video game. Yeah. Like, uh, the video was sick was and so the story good. was super good. Like, yeah. it looked incredible and the guys in it or the the the, the some of the the characters in it are models in the that they've revealed for the box yeah. set like that was amazing it was sick yeah it that was they're really up in their game oh yeah 100%. they're really up in their game and then if you noticed their stock jumped up considerably the day after like right after that video came out i was like yep pretty good smart uh let's see we'll answer a couple more uh ba -ba 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 -ba. The new Satan thing is going to make for a good incarnate conversion, says Sir. <laughs> That's a funny name. <laughs> uh, yeah, the and they've they've been teasing the Silent King and stuff. Like, dude, Necron. If you're a Necron player or you've been thinking about being a Necron player, you are about to hit pay dirt, man. Like, like that model looks so sick. And there's so that much. That looks so awesome. There's like there's more stuff too. It's like. Yeah. Like for Necrons, this is like um, this was like the Dark Eldar. Uh, yeah. Maybe not that dramatic. Maybe not th that dramatic. But but in my opinion, like close yeah. to it. There's so much cool stuff uh, coming. All right, everybody. I can't take any more. <laughs> Too hot. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. It's good to see you all again. Hope you guys are all staying safe and uh, getting ready to hopefully play some games eventually soon. Safely engage. Some hobby activity. Yep. I know I am ready. Hopefully we can go to Slaughter Fest. Somebody asked. I think yeah. in, they're in San Diego County, so I think, I think they're going to okay. be okay. But we'll, yeah. we'll see. If it's safe to go, we'll go. So if y'all if y'all are going, hopefully we'll see you there. Yep. Um, that's our friend and teammate, Ray, that runs it. So it's great to, to see that. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. It was wonderful to uh, come at you live. Sweaty, hairy, but live. And we'll talk to you all again next week. <laughs>